what uh, we are trying to do is to to change that and put uh, all about belly dance closer to the people it, that is not uh, inside this this world that uh, it's uh, smaller and not well known by the general public. It's because of that that uh, when we post uh, things on uh, Orientalismo on Instagram, uh, we try to mix uh, contents that can be interesting for dancers and also contents that can be more interesting for people that doesn't know actually about uh, belly dance. Welcome to Belladance Live podcast. My name is Jana Komarnitska. I'm a full-time dancer based in Toronto, performing a variety of Middle Eastern and Central Asian dance styles, including Belladance. You can find me at janadance.com as well as on Insta or Facebook by Jana Dance or Jana Komarnitska. I'm happy you've decided to join us for this weekly dose of dance inspiration because here on this podcast we explore all nuances and insights into lifestyle of ballet dancers and we are having amazing star guests who share their stories, secrets and tips with you. Welcome everyone to Ballet Dance Live podcast and I'm so excited about today's show because I feel it will be a very unusual and interesting conversation today. I'm thrilled to introduce to you a couple who is working behind the scene on such a popular and successful project as Orientalissimo, an online platform that brings together dancers from all around the world. So please welcome Alina Babayan and Angel Infante. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Thank you, Yana. Thank you. Hello, guys, and thank you for taking your time to be here today with us on podcast. <laughs> Before we dive into all aspects of your work on Orientalissimo, can you please share with our listeners your personal stories on how you got involved in the dance world itself and how your journey looks so far? <laughs> Okay, I think uh, here can start Alina because she started uh, on belly dance uh, more than 10 years ago, um, learning here in, in Spain and with uh, several teachers all, all over the world. Well, um, when I started dancing from the first day, I, I knew that I wanted to be a professional dancer and a teacher. So I didn't start just uh, as a hobby to dance and uh, I just wanted to be an artist because many years ago, before starting my university, I used to sing and um, I was an, also an actress. <laughs> but then I, I had to uh, quit it because I, I started a university. I'm a languager myself. But uh, later I started with the Oriental dance. And before that, I, when I was three, four years old, I started with Armenian dances. I was very young. And um, uh, then with the Oriental dance, I also uh, studied Greek dances and Gypsy dances. So, so I, I dance Armenian, Gypsy, Greek and Oriental dance. And you decided to um, to build your school to to start yeah, teaching then, <laughs> your own school. Yes, uh, when I started teaching, I used to teach in in many various centers. Centers, but uh, one day I just decided to to open my school, and that was uh, some four years ago. And now we we are in Barcelona, and mm -hmm. I I have some teachers as well at the academy, mm -hmm. and we are I think six. Hey, we'll talk about this yeah. later. I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> and yes, about three years ago, um, I I met Alina, and we started a relationship, mm -hmm. and yeah, discussing with her about uh, belly dance. From my point of view. Uh, from a person that uh, didn't know anything about belly dance more than maybe in the restaurants, okay? <laughs> I, I told uh, Alina, maybe it could be interesting to, to create a space for belly dancers, oriental dancers, and, and try to put everything about uh, this, this world uh, there to make it easier for other people to find uh, events and dancers 
and yeah, videos, uh, material from, from those dancers to, to know uh, them better. Because uh, if a person w- wants to find something about belly dance, uh, this person has to search on internet, on Facebook groups, uh, look for events on different places in Facebook. So all is spread on a lot of sources, uh, different sources, and it's difficult to put all together and, and have a complete view. So what uh, we are trying to do is to to change that and put uh, all about belly dance closer to the people it, that is not uh, inside this this world that uh, it's a, a smaller and not well known by the general public, the, the general audience. So we are trying to to make this more mainstream. Maybe yes, it's because of that that uh, when we post uh, things on uh, Orientalism on Instagram, uh, we try to mix uh, contents that can be interesting for dancers and also contents that can be more inter- interesting for people that doesn't know actually about uh, belly dance. So to to make it more more popular and and easier for everybody uh, because yeah you know that uh, i know that some, sometimes we we post things that uh, dancers will will say but this is not actually belly dance or this this is not professional but uh, the fact is that uh, a lot of people likes it and shares it and, and maybe uh, this means that we have to um, change uh, our mind about uh, that and and try to find uh, ways to yeah, to get a more uh, mainstream no because of, of that that we we started with uh, with orientalism and also thinking uh, about the, the situation here in Spain in, in Europe in Russia is different but in a lot of countries it's not uh, so popular and it's because of that 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 is important to um, to make it um, more popular and and try to find new spaces for this dance so we, we have a lot of projects we can talk about this uh, later <laughs> mm, well looking forward to hearing about all of them but uh, one thing i definitely agree is that there is a, a huge illusion that there are so many dances and in some countries it becomes like so popular but at the same time it still is very niche uh, thing and there is a big distance between belly dance community and uh, uh, general audience who has their own uh, um, image or um, opinions of what uh, belly dance is. And it's great uh, that we have some projects that can, in a very mild and not pushing way, but to sort of connect those two uh, communities and uh, take away this gap and uh, educate not only dancers about all variety that exists in ballet dance, but also general audience. So that's <laughs> really great. <laughs> yes. You partially already answered uh, one of my uh, questions that I really wanted to ask about how the idea of Orientalismo came to, but uh, you mentioned that uh, one of your goals was to create space where dancers can find easily Uh, information about some events or about each other. So I here would like to clarify. You started your Instagram page in uh, uh, February 2016. So, well, by the way, congratulations on a recent uh, two-year anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But was that the first uh, uh, idea to start it as an Instagram page or was something before you started Instagram page? Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the first idea was the website, but um, we thought that Instagram would uh, channel to, to start making the brand more popular because it's easier to um, get uh, more engagement um, from the audience on Instagram than on other networks like uh, Facebook, for example. So um, while we were building the website, um, we, we started uh, posting on Orientalissimo and uh, we saw a high engagement. Uh, the, the page was um, being popular um, very fast. And this, this was a surprise for, for us. So seeing that, we decided that, uh, well, uh, this, this works. So we, it seems uh, it's a good idea to continue and do more things on top of that. And, and it's because of that that uh, we, since, since then we are working in as I said, in several projects, but it's uh, uh, it's not easy because we, all the team, 
uh, are um, very occupied in, in other things. We all have um, our jobs, our own jobs. Uh, some of us are dancers. Uh, me, uh, I'm a manager in a big uh, enterprise. And another people works on, on TV, for example. We have a producer, TV producer in the team. And it's it's hard to, to find the, the room to progress as fast as, as we would like, okay? But uh, step by step, we are doing things. One, one thing we are doing, for example, is um, we will start with a new kind of events that will be uh, only one night. It will be called Orientalissimo Nights, okay? Maybe with some additional word. Um, and uh, the goal, um, the aim of this, this new event uh, will be creating a new um, open space, uh, an open stage for new dancers that want to, to start dancing for for first time and get her videos, her uh, photos, and at the same time make it um, more popular, but yeah, close to the general public, the general audience. This will be done in, in a pub here in Barcelona, where we started uh, our festival last year. What we see that uh, in general the, the audience that we have, we, we always are um, the dancers or their family or the yes. So we want that uh, people who don't know what oriental dance is or they maybe uh, they know uh, the, the dance but they don't go to, to watch the mm -hmm. shows, that they come and then can watch some dancers to dance. Yes, because people in general um, only know belly dancing in the restaurants when they go to have a dinner and they, they see a show or maybe in weddings. But um, it's not uh, usual that uh, the general audience um, goes to, to see a belly dance show uh, in a theater. So this is uh, what, what we want. So we are collaborating for, for that with uh, international artists also to produce a show. Uh, I, I can't uh, explain more about that, but it will come to you uh, very soon. <laughs> I wanted to add something that it is because uh, when we do, for example, uh, our annual show with my students and uh, their family relatives come to, to watch the show, they always tell me that, wow, so many dances. I, I thought that there were many, many uh, different types of disciplines of, of dances, but the, all this is uh, belly dance. <laughs> they, they don't. They, they only imagine belly dance like I don't know a one one style dance. They don't know that we have um, many many uh, types of da da dances in the world of belly dance. Mm -hmm. We have folklore. We have uh, classical. We have many many kind of dances, and they get surprised. Yeah, that's true. Like audience uh, uh, very often uh, underestimate the variety and richness of uh, what is called ballet dance, that it's so much more than uh, what is represented in a popular culture of music videos or movies or what they might have seen in the restaurant. So it's great then uh, we can build those bridges to connect and to uh, showcase uh, uh, more than what people expected to see. <laughs> You've mentioned that your progress uh, of, I mean, of for the project Orientalissimo is maybe not as fast as you wished, but at the same time, your Instagram page in two years rapidly grew up to what now it's, I believe, 180,000 followers or almost like that. It's huge amount of followers. So what do you think was the key for such success in just two years? Yeah, I think um, it's the combination of uh, yeah, mainly two, two things. Uh, the first is that um, we combine uh, the, um, the post. So what we post uh, is a combination of two point of views. The point of view of Alina as an artist, as a professional uh, dancer and teacher, and uh, my point of view uh, that it's more uh, close to the general audience. Okay, So I really appreciate the beauty the um, yeah the artistical um, facet of the of belly dance. I, I don't know about 
um, yeah, the, maybe the, the name of the movements, the combinations, uh, I, I don't know. So after two years, of course, I know a lot. <laughs> but at the beginning, I didn't know anything about belly dance. So I, I started posting um, what uh, it was um, beautiful for me from the um, artistical point of view and also the, the image, the beauty of the, of the images, the, both on video and, and, and photo. And Aline, of course, explained me what is maybe more um, yeah, professional, no, uh, no professional. And yeah, and I've been learning uh, across those two years a lot about, about belly dance, about musicians, etc. No? So first of that, first, uh, first uh, of all, uh, is the combination of two point of views, the general audience and uh, the professional uh, dancer. Then the, the second uh, is uh, that I think the, the band effect. So we are a band. Yeah, it's something abstract, but um, at the end you see that there's a brand with a website. Uh, so it's something serious. Also, people didn't uh, know at the beginning who are uh, we. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and maybe uh, also a third uh, factor uh, that is the, um, how we choose the, yeah, the content we post on, on, on Instagram. So we, we look mainly at um, two things. Uh, one, one thing is that uh, the, the photos and videos are high quality uh, media, okay? So we, we select um, if we can, because not always we find uh, the good material, okay, to, to post. But usually we, we try to find content uh, with uh, good close-ups, um, high definition, uh, professional photos, etc. And also, uh, yeah, we combine those those posts with uh, mm. more amateur content uh, because we also try to balance between the so among the professional content and the amateur content because uh, the the goal is that everybody has a place in in Orientalismo. So I think all of that is what uh, made uh, our success on Instagram. And, and then we, we also started on Facebook. Sometimes we, we can't uh, post uh, the videos that we would like to in Facebook because of the music. Ah, the music, yeah. yes. Yes, because um, of the copyright. Yeah. Um, some videos are banned, so are removed on, on Facebook, while on Instagram it's, uh, they are allowed. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Facebook changes uh, uh, recently. I don't know. I found them uh, very discouraging in many ways, like that you can't even reach not only post videos of your performances or practices sometimes because of uh, copyright, but this I understand and respect. It's uh, understandable. But uh, those algorithm changes that you uh, need to pay uh, to run paid ads to reach your own followers on your pages. I'm not talking about profiles for those uh, who may not understand the difference or what we are talking about, but there are prof Facebook profiles, the regular uh, profiles of people or dancers, and there are pages. So if you uh, run, um, if you post something on pages these days, uh, it's usually very, very low reach. So uh, do you have any advices for dancers who do want to actually see your posts on Facebook on or Intellisimo page? Uh, do you have any tips for them how they can actually keep uh, seeing what you share there? Okay. Um, yeah, in theory, uh, the, the more engaged, engaged they are uh, with the content, so likes, comments, etc., the more the, the post will be seen in their um, feed. So this is the first thing, to, to be engaged with, uh, with the page. And, and then also you can, there's a difference between um, like, liking the page and following the page. Um, so, um, again, in theory, if you uh, follow the page, not only like the page, you will be, you will see more um, often the, the content, okay? But um, the, the new algorithm mainly um, monitors is the, the engagement. See, if a post generates engagement, then this post will be seen in, mm -hmm. in the user, the Facebook member profiles. I, I can only recommend uh, that to, to be engaged, uh, not only look at the contents, uh, but also participate, comment, and, and like uh, the content. Yeah, that's true. So guys, I really highly encourage you, uh, whenever you see something that you like and you want to 
uh, keep seeing those contacts, uh, uh, like or comment or maybe share with your friends because uh, your engagement really supports all the, uh, these pages on Facebook that now kind of have a hard times. <laughs> so your, your support is uh, always highly appreciated. One thing that I uh, really like and appreciate about your page and uh, also specifically Instagram page is the fact that uh, you always tag dancers and even photographers. And uh, uh, I'm talking about this because I know many uh, similar pages, uh, similar in terms like belly dance inspirational pages on Instagram, they often just ignore and don't even give any credits to the authors. At the same time, I um, I can't really skip asking this question. Did you have, during these two years, any problems or issues or concerns or any situations that you faced uh, because of the fact that your uh, page or Intellissimo, it doesn't produce the content itself, but it reshares contact from other sources? Never. Um, only a few times that uh, the photographer or the video producer was not uh, in, in credits okay was not uh, tagged they if they see that uh, they are uh, credited um, somehow i think uh, the, the opposite they appreciate um, we share uh, the content because um, yeah, mainly now it is seen uh, by a uh, lot of people more than they could uh, reach uh, by their own. So we are helping them and at the same time they are helping us. So it's a win-win mm -hmm. yeah, situation. So yeah, it's uh, an exchange of favors because we have nice content to post and um, they have their content uh, seen by a lot of uh, people, broader audience. We just, um, if we know who the the photographer is, uh, besides the, the dancers, as, uh, of course, and also the name of the song, yes. because <laughs> it's uh, important to know. We try to, to put also the, the name of the music, but musician, the musician, musician yeah. yes, and the name in the title. But um, sometimes, because we don't have time to look for it, uh, when we don't know directly the, the name, and it's not possible, so always to... to yeah, it's, uh, so yeah, it's not easy with some oriental songs or music. Mm -hmm. And uh, how do you usually source uh, uh, material for your page? Is it uh, through other Instagram pages? So you go through YouTube or Facebook or like, where do you source the content? Uh, everywhere, mainly mainly uh, Instagram, but also sometimes we edit uh, YouTube videos or we take photos from uh, Facebook, for example, or from Google, uh, Internet in general. But mainly, um, again, because of, of the time we have, uh, okay, because uh, as I said, we do a lot of things in our life, not only Orientalissimo. So, um, yeah, because of the time, it's, it's easier for us to take the content from, from Instagram directly. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's for that. If we, with more time, uh, with more dedication, um, we would like to, to edit uh, videos, take the, the best parts, the best fragments from YouTube videos, for example. Mm -hmm. Because another thing we do, sometimes we, we cut... Um, some seconds from from the videos that were posted uh, yeah, in the original post to, to start in a more interesting point um, to generate more engagement. So we also select uh, the the cover um, of the video, okay, to to show directly the a more interesting uh, image uh, in the Instagram mm -hmm. feed. So I uh, take care of. Uh, all, all those things uh, to, yeah, to make the content more popular. Mm -hmm. I see. Uh, well, probably one of the most uh, frequently asked questions from dancers to you, and I'm pretty sure all dancers now keep waiting where and when I will ask it. <laughs> so um, how can uh, the one be featured on your page? Like what advice can you give for those dancers who who would love to find a way to be featured on Orientalissimo? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
The first thing is, is produce uh, good content, nice videos, nice photos, of course, because even, well, uh, I will explain this later, people can pay if they can't write, because, you know, we post uh, also for free. Uh, the most of the content is not paid, but some people also um, sometimes uh, pay to, to get their content uh, posted uh, faster or in the moment they, they want. But even... Uh, even paying, uh, we don't accept uh, some contents because we have to. Um, yet yeah, we try to keep uh, the, the reputation, the uh, yeah, the good content in general in our uh, Instagram. So the the first, the, the most important thing is to produce good quality content, professional videos and photos, and yeah, this is the most important. Then of course, um, people that uh, is member of our webpage. Uh, orientalissimo.com has more options to be posted. We are um, one thing we maybe we are we will start doing is uh, only posting the the content uh, of dancers that are registered in our web. So because of that, of that uh, it's important to be part of the community. Another thing uh, to tag their content uh, with hashtag uh, orientalissimo. It's better this than mention our username directly. So it's better to, to use the hashtag, okay? Because uh, when we look for posts, we look, uh, yeah, we use the, the hashtag Orientalissimo. Um, if they mention directly us, if we are looking at the mobile phone at that moment, we will see it, but um, later it's impossible. So don't use, please, our name, use the hashtag. <laughs> it's better. And, and also they sometimes, um, yeah, dancers also, track uh, our username directly in the photo. Um, mm -hmm. This is also good because we see directly the, the content in, in, our, in our Instagram, in, in, the, yeah, in our profile. Um, but mm -hmm. we prefer uh, that they, they uh, use the, the hashtag. And, and please, it's important that uh, you uh, take care uh, that you use the correct uh, word. <laughs> Because uh, the mobiles, I don't know the, the name of the autocorrector, uh, uh, changes the orientalismo for orientalismo or uh, orientalismo with double S or other words that we don't monitor. Okay, so please take care that we you, you use uh, orientalismo only. <laughs> so to become a featured dancer on orientalismo, you have not only to be a good dancer or interesting dancer with good contact, but you also need to have a, a good spelling of what, what you're putting in your content. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, you briefly already mentioned, we briefly talked about your website, which uh, was, as I understood, your original idea uh, of the whole project, but it came after uh, Instagram page or, to, or along together with Instagram page. But uh, can you tell a little bit more about the website, the goal? And you have so many different resources there that I would really love to hear from you about all variety of what your website offers to dancers. Mm -hmm. Okay, the website, um, one of the sections is a dancer's directory. You can, you can see if you open the web page, one of the first tabs is uh, dancers. Um, you can find dancers by location if a dancer has added the location to their profile. You can uh, look for dancers um, typing the distance from home or where, where you are at this, this moment, okay, because we use uh, geolocation. Um, there's also a section for schools, photographers, restaurants, uh, any business related to, to to the oriental dance, oriental culture. I think it's misused, okay, because people, most of the, of the people doesn't know uh, that we have all, all these, all these uh, sections in the website. And what we would like is that they know better the, the possibilities because being in our website, web, uh, sorry, uh, makes it uh, more easier for the people to find them, to find the school, because when they look in Google, they type the name of the artist, they type the name of the school. Um, uh, several times our page is in the first page is in, in Google. They also can create an event. Yes, we have the, the events uh, section. 
um, they can uh, post uh, their events directly and, and we try to repost uh, the events on Instagram and, and as stories mainly and on Facebook also and Twitter. We also have uh, blogs. Mm -hmm. They Dancers can write their blogs uh, in our website and we again repost uh, the blog. So this is another option to, to make the, the to gain visibility uh, on internet for the artist. Of course, the, the photos, videos that um, have their own section, um, advertisements. I don't know if you say classifieds. Alina, for announcements. So, for example, when I when we post a job offer on Egypt, this this is in the classified section. Um, also, people can post if they sell a custom or they offer a job in a you know in a restaurant or they are looking for a dancer for a show. So they can post all of that in in this section and and offers. That is something we we want to make more popular um, we want to start uh, reaching agreements with uh, more festivals and stores to to post special offers for for example now there's a special discount for our festival only for members but sometimes we posted um, also discounts for for other festivals and and this is something we we want to um, to make more more popular because we can send them uh, the events via uh, email uh, using our newsletter or as I said posting it uh, the events on on Instagram Facebook Twitter etc. So posting uh, discounts in our website also is a way to make the, your events more popular. Oh, that's great. That's really a nice resource. And uh, then I opened and saw all the variety of things that uh, dancer can find for, both for inspiration and uh, even some job offers for Egypt or Dubai. Uh, I found it fa uh, quite fascinating that there is one place that tries to concentrate everything together. So thank you for creating it <laughs> for us. Talking about social media in general and its influence on dance, um, I keep hearing from different dancers in different conversations that uh, some of them think uh, that it's uh, this boom of social media, it's a, a great uh, resource that provides a, a lot of new learning tools and opportunities to share the art and discover other people. At the same time, there are other dancers who uh, actually almost blame social media for destroying the original uh, and authentic dance uh, uh, and only popularizing some trendy things in the community. But uh, what, uh, uh, what is your opinion on all this situation and influence of social media in general on uh, uh, ballet dance? Yeah, I understand the concerns uh, about the, what the idea some people can get uh, from ballet dance looking at the social media. But um, my recommendation is, is that uh, they have to think about this like... Uh, uh, as you said before, like a bridge for the people that doesn't know anything about belly dance to the yeah, what actually uh, belly dance is. So we have to um, to make it easier, more accessible, more popular, and afterwards, people um, that is actually interested in in belly dance that want wants to practice it seriously will investigate, will start learning, and and will differentiate between the what classic uh, professional belly dance is and, and what it's only entertainment, okay? Yeah, I think that they don't have to fear any, anything, okay? Uh, social media is good because, as I said, when people is really interested in something, people start investigating and start uh, yeah, learning and differentiating what is uh, professional and, and what's only entertainment. They see, for example, our page, Orientalissimo, and, and if they browse our page, they will see other kind of content that they, they didn't, didn't expect to, to find that, and they can start knowing more about uh, what actually validance is. So you first have to engage them, yeah, make it more accessible, easier for them, and, and afterwards, start uh, with more complex, uh, professional, serious uh, things. Uh, this is always the process, no? 
learning process. Uh, I think in, in any aspect of, of life, <laughs> you have to start easier and then take it seriously. Mm -hmm. Well, I would really, really love also to hear Alina's opinion on this. And one thing I definitely agree that those bridges between dancers and general audience are really important. And social media is a super great tool to create those bridges and to make ballet dance more, as we talked, more a mainstream thing or more popular thing among um, general people. But if you're talking within dance world itself because i know many of those concerns about social media comes from dancers who are afraid that many of performers especially young performers or someone who aims to get famous they start performing and doing only those things that they think is trendy and can be easily uh, shareable on social media or just become popular and then they forget to explore their own artistic voice or their own preferences or the original roots of dance, etc. So uh, do you find, if we are talking just about the dance world itself, do you find that social media influence in a, well, I don't like those words positive or negative way because there's always both sides, but what's your opinion about influence of social media on the dancers themselves? Well, um... Look, once, uh, I think last year, here in Spain, there was a program, uh, I think it was Spain Got Talent or like mm -hmm. this, and there was a dancer, um, I saw just only seconds of her performance, the cameraman uh, showed us her um, chest and <laughs> her boobs and her doing the shimmy and only the hips only i think um the, the dancer was not doing only shimmies or vulgar things and they the tv wanted to show only uh mm -hmm. the hips that was not nice and she was criticized here in in spain a lot like this is not belly dancing this is but i think that that was just the, the tv program and not the dancer. The cameraman was showing to the audience mm -hmm. only the parts of her body. So mm -hmm. that was not nice. <laughs> but that's, uh, yeah, it's, it's true that, um, of course, some people can take a wrong idea uh, from some videos and content. Um, yeah, it's because of that that, um, again, we, we try to balance the, the content and mix um, serious content, uh, professional dance with uh, more what I call uh, entertainment, no? I think that we, as uh, professionals, we have to explore, investigate more about the, the oriental dance and the roots of the, 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 this dance. We, we have to know what we are doing mm -hmm. and what we are um, showing to the, to the audience. Uh, respect the, um, this dance and the, the folklore of, of the Arabic countries. But also, um, I think that Oriental dance has many styles now. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, sometimes uh, they say that the, the Egyptian style is the, the only true belly dance that uh, should exist, etc. I don't know, I'm not sure. I I don't know if I'm if I agree because I think that there are many styles in Turkey that we have the tar Turkey style, uh, the American style, the Argentinian style, and the, yes. the, this this is the evolution of of the dance. It's very nice the Egyptian style. I I love it, but I think that there are many other mm -hmm. styles of of belly dance. Yes, of course, dance has to to evolve. Uh, otherwise, otherwise. Uh, um, it's not going to to be popular because if uh, people only were dancing only Egyptian style, it would be very difficult to put it in in, in the stage of some theaters and, and make it more attractive for the, the general audience. So, of course, as Alina said, Egyptian style is very nice and uh, is part of the essence of uh, belly dance. 
but I think people also has to accept that uh, belly dance uh, is uh, in evolution like uh, any dance in the world and we have to honor the, the origins of the dance but also uh, thinking more modern. There was um, a very famous uh, Egyptian dancer that told once that uh, she thinks that if you are not an Egyptian, you cannot be a good belly dancer. <laughs> that is what I'm meaning. That I think that uh, you you don't need to be an Egyptian to be a good belly dancer. It's not. Oh, yeah. a, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe they say that uh, the the roots are very important, and uh, it's um, the the belly dance comes from Egypt, and we all have to be to 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 dance like Egyptians, and mm -hmm. we all have to. But um, now we are in in this century. Uh, I think that there are many many all over the world uh, good dancers that are, who are not Egyptians, and they are very very mm -hmm. professional and good performers. Right, I I love them. Yeah, and also we we see um, a lot of times that people criticize uh, how um, Russian dancers dance, for example, and we love uh, how uh, they dance, their style, because it's, it's uh, really, really um, yeah, attractive for, for more people, so not only for the people that knows about the, the Egyptian belly dance, so it's important to, to as I said, as we said, to evolve and and, and also accept that fusions and, and modern uh, variations of the belly dance are also good for, for this dance. Thank you for sharing uh, your thoughts, because I think it's very important to hear always different opinions. And uh, I'm sure as many artists there will be as many opinions. Um, but uh, it's... Uh, I do know as a dancer, it's sometimes very discouraging to uh, hear that uh, or you need to be from this specific place to dance this specific uh, dance as if, uh, I don't know, I always get a feeling as if I'm not welcomed into the ballet dance, which I know is uh, not exactly what the, <laughs> the teachers or dancers uh, mean by uh, those statements that um, original is only in the... Uh, uh, specific countries and uh, needs to be performed like this but I guess it's also a fight on terms because ballet dance as also you mentioned it has so many different variations and styles and so many different things that we use only a couple of terms like ballet dance or oriental dance uh, to uh, keep under this umbrella so many different uh, various things that uh, each dancer kind of um, puts its own meaning in those terms whenever they uh, use them. Uh, so I believe, uh, I guess, if we had uh, different names <laughs> for all those <laughs> different variations, there will be no discussions or pressure on uh, what is what and what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. Anyway... It's a huge, huge, big topic, I guess, that deserves a separate, a separate uh, podcast episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, uh, one thing that I can't uh, uh, skip talking about is your upcoming event, your upcoming festival, which is just in uh, uh, May, very, very soon. And I know people can find information about it on all your pages, your website, Instagram, but please, can you tell us here about this event, when, who are the teachers, and also how, in which way it's different from other events and other festivals? <laughs> Originally, um, the aim of the festival so that was to, to be a, an event to be repeated in different places around the world, not only in Barcelona, that is where we are um, yeah, preparing our second uh, edition and also the first edition was here. But uh, originally, the, the idea was to, um, to collaborate with other people in other cities and, and also do an Orientalissimo uh, event uh, there. Um, in the second edition, we changed the, the stage. The first edition was smaller with a small stage, but very nice because people could see the artists very close to them. Um, it was uh, more intimate, or you say like that. In this, in this case, we use a more nice uh, stage, uh, bigger, very close to the to the place where last year we we held um, first edition, 
Um, Alex Delora, uh, Karim Gat, and Yasir Jamal are coming from abroad. Also, um, an artist uh, that is not well known here in, in Europe. And we, um, we saw uh, him in some videos last year and we, find, we found uh, sorry, interesting to bring uh, him here uh, in, in Europe. Uh, is uh, Gabriel Cesar Buffet from Argentina. And the rest of the teachers are uh, mainly the teachers uh, from, from the academy, uh, from the Alina Babayans School, Guillermo Nassim, uh, Salima from Hungary, but she's living here in Barcelona, uh, Alina, of course, and Zahia, uh, she's from Italy, but also living here in Barcelona. So um, half the team uh, of the school and, and half great artists from abroad. Oscar Flores last year was a surprise in, in our first edition. She was not uh, on the poster, but appeared uh, during the, the show. It was uh, yeah, very, uh, a big surprise and very nice surprise. This year it's not going to be possible because he will be in another festival. And what um, is different in Orientalissimo? Mainly uh, that uh, this year that we have uh, our first competition, yeah, we offer a great promotion to, to the winner of the professional category. This is something that um, very few festivals can offer, if, if uh, they can, because of our huge uh, audience, a huge quantity of followers. So um, we, we will um, post regularly uh, the, the winner uh, on our social media pages, on Instagram, Facebook, of course, on our website. And, and also the winner will be a teacher in the next edition. But this is something all the festivals also offer. But uh, this is mainly the, um, the, the difference. Also, we offer the, um, the possibility to, um, to start uh, as a teacher in a festival each year uh, to a teacher. So last year it was uh, Zaya. Uh, she she did her first um, workshop for free for everybody that wanted to take the workshop. This year she is in the poster, and and next year we will offer again the opportunity to a uh, to a new teacher uh, to do a warm up like in Egypt. Uh, this is done in Egypt. There are also warm up teachers, and the next edition we expect uh, it to be bigger with more international artists and but we will try to keep the, the the stage for for the for the international gala show because we what we try to to do this is another different aspect i think is to make the show um, uh, a popular thing not only for the people in the festival or like alina said for the familiars etc but um, for the general audience, because we, um, when we uh, advertise our show, uh, we do for any kind of of show, no, not not only for for people in Belidance. Okay, so this is another uh, intent to to make Belidance yeah more accessible, more close to the general uh, audience. Yeah, I remember when I uh, looked at uh, the festival information, uh, one of the things that really impressed me was the list of prizes for competition uh, winners. And all categories are really impressive, but especially the main uh, prize for the win of professional categories. So that's something uh, strikingly different from uh, many other festivals, especially in relation with uh, uh, promotion at your social media platforms such as Instagram, Facebook and website and uh, well I wish good luck to your event it's uh, very young only second year but uh, it uh, has already so much potential and uh, excitement in it so congratulations on this and good luck with uh, this upcoming event and all the future ones too. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you very much. So we talked today about uh, many different aspects of uh, Orientalismo project, uh, Instagram page, Facebook, website, your upcoming event. Is there anything that I've missed uh, among running uh, projects of uh, Orientalismo umbrella? <laughs> <laughs> okay, as I said, uh, we are preparing Orientalismo nights. Uh, it's a monthly event here in Barcelona and 
maybe in other cities we will see um, this will be a stand-up event to take some drink and to have fun uh, with people that likes uh, belly dance and and maybe that doesn't know belly dance and will know in, in this kind of events and also um, an opportunity for new dancers to to start uh, on stage um, we also are preparing um, our training outfits uh, Mm-hmm. This is a f- our first um, yeah, step uh, to build our own brand uh, of uh, belly dance customs, belly dance uh, stuff. In fact, we are looking for a designer that uh, wants to collaborate with, with us to, to make the Orientalissimo customs. And what else? Uh, yeah, we have more ideas like uh, yeah, the, the possibility to offer exclusive uh, yeah, content, uh, conditions for festivals and so on to our members. But uh, we are working on that. Yeah, and more things that will, will come for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> because as, as I said, we, we need, uh, of course, uh, time to, to advance, yeah, to progress. And we are also working in a, yeah, in a system to help... Uh, the, the, the schools to manage all the, the staff, the, the students, the registrations, the, in general to manage the, the school. And yeah, that's all I think. <laughs> it's a lot. By the way, how big is your team uh, that works on all those projects? <laughs> we are six people, all of us um, fully occupied uh, in Orientalissimo and other uh, things. One, two, three, four of them are uh, teachers and professional dancers. And uh, one of them is a TV producer uh, that helps us to, to manage uh, our event uh, in, in Luz de Gas here in Barcelona. And me, so six, six people there. There was at the beginning another person mm-hmm. uh, that left uh, the project. He helped uh, us a lot um, to, to build uh, the website. And we we really appreciate yeah all the work she did for for the project. Hmm. Well, I know I can only imagine based on my own experience with all this dance world and social media how huge amount of work needs to be put in all aspects of uh, the project that we discussed with you. So, well, great for you. The only six people. It's actually amazing. <laughs> I'm really really impressed. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I have to mention here that all links to all the uh, pages, projects, events that we discussed today, uh, all that are already available, will be in the show notes to this episode. So to all listeners, highly encourage go to show notes and check them. Also, reminding a shout out to all designers who would love to collaborate with Orientalissima, uh, possibly contact them. Is there actually, a be- what is the better way for them uh, to contact you? Is it uh, Instagram DM or is it email or do you accept uh, uh, offers for collaboration from designers in general or you're looking for someone very specific? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we are looking, of course, for something uh, specific. But uh, yeah, any anyone that wants to collaborate can write us to info uh, at orientalissimo.com. Um, also, orientalissimo, orientalissimo.com. We have several addresses. Um, they they can reach this address uh, from Instagram. Also, there's a button to to send an email because if mm-hmm. they use direct messages uh, in Instagram, we we look at them um, after usually after a lot of days. Uh, we are not fast answering because it's very difficult to manage all the direct messages messages we we get. Um, so the best way is to write uh, by uh, email. We also um, accept uh, other types of collaboration to to build events uh, on other city, uh, cities, uh, also to be to um, to get agreements uh, between schools and and so on. So we are open to any kind of collaboration that can be a win-win for everybody. 
That's great. I definitely include email in the show notes too. So for people, it's easier to find uh, the contact information and the best way so they don't uh, uh, ex- um, hope and expect that uh, uh, someone may uh, reply on the DM on Instagram or not. Like that's the um, channel to submit your offers for collaborations, email. <laughs> that's great to know. Uh, well, hello, Alina. I uh, before I uh, close our conversation with our signature podcast question, <laughs> I first would love really to uh, thank you for taking your time from I know crazy busy schedule and uh, spending it with us and sharing all insights into uh, Orientalism because I think for dancers it's important to hear and not to forget that behind. Uh, Uh, such a successful social media project there are actually people who run it and there is a huge amount of work uh, put into it and heart and soul so uh, thank you so much for uh, sharing uh, both your stories and some tips for dancers how to how to get featured on your pages specifically i'm sure a lot of them really appreciate these insights Uh, so But in any way, uh, thank you for sharing your uh, thoughts and opinions uh, and uh, uh, wish you good luck with all your projects. It's really exciting to uh, see and follow the uh, development and uh, evolution of Orientalissimo and I'm pretty sure a lot of very exciting and unexpected uh, for the Dance World projects are coming uh, from uh, such a great combination of uh, dance uh, mind and more... um, I would say, uh, commercial put, which is very, which is something that we are missing as a dancers in our dance world, uh, which I think is very, very uh, useful and exciting too. Looking forward to, to seeing all upcoming projects. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Liana. Thank you very, Thank you very much. much. Thank you. So to finish uh, our interview, I always ask at the end, uh, one, uh, question, uh, it's the same question, regardless of what uh, topic we get more involved during the interview itself. But I really like uh, hearing all different uh, variations and uh, answers from uh, different artists or people involved in the ballet dance. So the question is, what does make you fall in love with ballet dance again and again so that you keep doing it for uh, so many years, or in this case, keep being involved in ballet dance for such a long time? <laughs> well, um, me like a dancer, I consider this art form a very complete one because we have here, uh, as I said, many uh, many styles, but also we have um, the say the feminine and masculine energies both in this uh, style. We don't don't dance only. Uh, with um, undulations that that I see like uh, from the the elements of of nature, the water, uh, because we also have the um, fire in our hips, we have uh, power, we have also uh, ground, we have air, so it is very complete Mm. for me. I I find all these elements of of nature, we have many, many also elements, we dance with veil, we dance with swords, we we dance with uh, uh, candles, it has, it it gives you every time that you dance uh, one choreography of or one uh, specific style with one element, you find um, something new inside you. So it it gives you, uh, I don't know, uh, just uh, the, the chance, the opportunity to rediscover yourself every time that, that you dance uh, one uh, new style. That's beautiful comparison. That's really amazing. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> uh, how about you, Angel? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I, I think uh, it's uh, a very beautiful um, art. It's very uh, yeah, visually attractive because um, yeah, it's the combination of all that Alina said plus uh, very nice customs. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh, I think this is a part that also um, the dancers like very much. 
because they they can wear impressive wear impressive uh, customs, and and this this very very nice is is part of of the show and of the beauty of this of this art, and yeah, I think it's the combination of all of all of this some um, the, the spiritual and the feminine perspective and uh, yeah the beauty and the glamour say uh, glamour glamorous. I know more husbands of dancers, and and all of them like very much the the dance uh, since they discovered it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice to hear both opinions, dancers' opinions and husbands' opinions, because uh, um, we sometimes uh, don't uh, don't have opportunity to or don't pay much attention to uh, different points of views and how it looks from. For on the one hand, from outside, but at the same time, as a husband, you're pretty much inside Baladan's world as well. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you for sharing your opinion and take. Guys, thank you so much once again and uh, looking forward to following Orientalissimo and its uh, uh, future uh, development and future stages of the project. Good luck. <laughs> thank you very much. Thanks a lot, Diana. Thank you very much. Guys. Thank you so much for spending this time with us. And if you like this episode, it will mean a world to me if you take a few seconds and leave us a review on iTunes or share it with your friends. Also, you can always find more information about podcast as well as past episodes at yanadance.com slash podcast. As well as you can connect with me on social media by Yana Dance or Yana Komarnitska. I'm very active on Instagram as well as Facebook and share a lot of tips and inspiration for your daily ballet dance life. And by the way, don't forget to subscribe to podcasts so you never miss a future episode. And until next time, keep shimming.